0: time again <laughs> roll tape yeah hello there podcast land my name is billy
1: and my name is christy and
0: you are listening to the front porch sessions podcast coming to you once again live on tape from the front porch yeah we are excited about that the weather is still super nice it's wow. not too hot it's not too cold <laughs> It's I'm not going to say it's just right, right though. Oh, it is. No, yeah. it might be a little warm now oh. at the time that we're recording, but we just want you to know that we are coming to you live on tape from the front porch in case you hear some additional background noise. It Inevitably. Is, uh, it's nature. We keep it real here on the Front Porch Sessions podcast. <laughs> in cars. Also, we want you to be aware <laughs> that if we have to yell at cars because of the way they drive or have to. texting and driving, it is a have to. We have to, we're trying to make the world a better place, one person at a time. But We want you to be aware of that. Also, while we are getting things going, would you do us a solid? Go ahead and hit that subscribe button wherever you may be listening. Give us a favorable review and give us a five-star rating because we love you five stars and we'd appreciate it if you loved us five stars back.
1: While you're doing that go and check us out on instagram we are the front porch sessions podcast on instagram give us a follow there you can check out our stories and our feed where we regularly update what's happening from the front Porch, And that's a great place to communicate with us as well. We do post some questions from time to time in the story. We'd love to hear your feedback on those. But also you could DM us if you have some great comment Slide or question to share with us. We would sure love to hear from you there on the Front Porch Sessions podcast
0: on Instagram. Yeah, I just say that because I know it bothers you Yeah, I know. a little bit. Yeah, every once in a while I have a, a, a different venture that I will get emails for and it will say don't be afraid to slide into those dms oh really yes and i'm like i don't want to why are you telling me to i don't especially
1: when you say it like that yeah
0: i don't read the emails and i'm not sure if they're from instagram or twitter oh uh but it's something that i i don't use a lot okay uh, just because of the season of my life oh Uh, But every once in a while, I will open my email, and there it is, and I see that. And I I think it's about engagement and growth uh, for that, but I'm not actually in the – there's Zach's back.
1: (laughs) So that one's going (laughs) to – yeah,
0: here. But I'm not actually actively engaged right now in producing anything that I need to – engage or grow the audience for that particular thing. Oh so
1: that's the kind of emails you're getting is grow your audience by hundred thousand listeners. Well I
0: no, not by that, oh, but okay. it's something about growing your audience on your it's not gonna be listeners on the Instagram but Oh well. I l- people do watch and are, listen to reels. Well they do. Reels are very popular I think from so. what I hear. <laughs> So I watched a few. Some people send them to me. Yes. Oh, so, I have one to
1: go back and watch yes, later.
0: Yes, you do need to go back and watch. Yeah. But Instagram is a great way to communicate with us. We had a message just past week over, I think, just in our regular uh, feed mm. with our post there, uh, from my cousin Nicole, yes. which I thought was great, and I kind of put a smile on my face, made me chuckle about when her and her husband went to buy her husband's truck. Oh yeah. That the salesperson was literally sweating. And she she made him sweat, but she did have a good point. You know, you don't try to trick or lie to somebody who's you know whose dad's been in in the round the car business for like thirty years. Yeah, and again, if you haven't listened to that on the latest the last episode, we talked about our experience getting a new car. Very favorable, and,
1: very good experience.
0: Yeah, for the most part, it was a good experience. When yeah. we got down to where we were going to yes. get it and dealing with those individuals, the other places leading up, no. But particularly in this world, don't lie to people Yeah, when you're trying to sell them stuff. yeah, Because you don't know who they are, what they know. And with the internet, it's the great equalizer. It, true, very true. So I don't get that. And there are a number of times, not just with vehicles, that I've tried to buy something and the salesperson has just flat out lied to me. And it's either I already know uh, what it is because I I kind of am around that world a fair amount, such as when I talked to a guy about trying to buy some sound equipment, PA equipment, back when I had a band. And he's telling me all this stuff I needed (laughs) and and how much I needed. And I'm like, no, I don't think so. (laughs) And he's like, well, yeah, I was selling car stereos last week. I don't know anything about PA equipment. (laughs) Or you have the Internet and people do your research. So don't lie. You'll be caught. Good lessons, good <laughs> lessons. You will be caught, and you know sometimes it's fun for people like me.
1: You do enjoy maybe, it much more uh, like than I Like my cousin do.
0: Nicole to catch these people and put them on the spot. There was something that.
1: about her message that I thought, oh, this is this is a family. You trait. You did
0: ask, is that a family trait? And it may be, but I will also, since we're kind of on this topic right now, mention I had this thought the other day, and it may have been after she had sent us that message or I replied to the post that I do know a couple of people where. Uh, It was a husband and wife. The husband was so rude in buying a new car (laughs) that like the next day the wife took cookies (laughs) to the salesperson because she was so embarrassed by that. I can think of at least two occasions, two different people I know that have done that. Yeah. And I'm not going to name them on this. But
1: but I will um, say I think I have experienced it and I've definitely heard that uh, apparently my dad really enjoys negotiating. Like. To the point that like it's it's uncomfortable for me because uh, I've traveled with him before we went someplace where there was an open air market where I do think there is some level of you're supposed to haggle with the salespeople. But it always makes me uncomfortable. Like it's either it's priced right or I'm not going to buy. And mm-hmm. my dad's like, no, no, hold on. He like has a really he has a good time with it. And I think there are people that are wired that way. I am not. I am not. Which makes the car situation <laughs> Very uncomfortable.
0: Right, I don't want to have to do the haggling stuff either. Tell me, give me your best price yeah. in the get-go, and if I want it, I'll buy it. If yeah. not, I won't. Or I can tell you my best price. I don't want to keep going back in thirty no. minutes and well, what about this and throw this yeah. in? No, I don't no. have time for that. No. And again, with most things, uh, with the internet today, people know what it's worth when they go in yes. to purchase it. Yes. Yes. Even though it, there is a little bit of fluctuation, people know they've done their homework, and yes. I don't want to do a lot of haggling. And we really situations. had.
1: By the first time we went and looked at lots, we had been looking at cars for a couple of months at least, as far as like online Disco stuff. around? Yeah. I hadn't. I hadn't. I, I had only so, looked
0: seriously for a few weeks.
1: It, well... Mm. And so I kind of knew what I was looking for. I kind of knew what was offered, which that goes back to the story with the one particular brand. And I started asking about what the letters meant and, right. well, isn't there such and such? And no, that, that's not with this one. And I just sort of let it go because I'm not going to get into that kind of a conversation. Because you've
0: already proven yourself you don't know what you're talking yeah. about. And we knew we were not we going to stay. pulled up that. in a vehicle that has that on the back of yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, get (laughs) that. Since we're talking about this, um, well, no, let's just go and switch and remind me. I can tell you this story in just a second because it'll fit into how was your week?
1: Oh, my week was really good. Uh, Really good week. First full week of classroom stuff. I was able to uh, watch the girl child participate in her first scrimmage with volleyball, and that has been a lot of fun for me to watch her really, really love it. So um, it's been a really good week, I would say. What about you?
0: I think it's been a pretty good week. Yeah. uh, I can't really think of anything that was a huge bummer moment. Yeah. Uh, With that, uh, I went and watched the boy child run cross country, Mm -hmm. drove 30 minutes to watch him run for about 13 and a half (laughs) minutes, drove 30 (laughs) or so minutes back.
1: Because he was so fast, mm-hmm. right? Only 13 and a half minutes. No, it's
0: because of the time it started. Oh, <laughs> oh because he was so fast. There I was expecting go. you to say something else there and jumped in without listening. Oh, uh, Yes, that was it. No, but uh, so we did that and got back to watch some of the scrimmage. I think we caught most of it. Yeah. Uh, so that was good. I also had an interesting phone call one day. We had uh, You had something else to do. You had like a meeting that you needed to go to. Uh, after lunch, so we came in two different cars, I think. Uh huh. Or it could have been a day where you had a meeting and we came, we took two different cars.
1: Did you not just say the same thing twice? No. Okay.
0: Once you had a meeting after that you needed to get to, uh huh. And I was gonna go back to campus, the other one, you were in a meeting. Right before lunch, and you told me just to go ahead, and you would catch up later. Okay. So they're opposite things. Oh, okay. But it doesn't matter. You'd already left, and (laughs) I was just hanging out for a few minutes before I went back to the office, and I I got a phone call on my cell phone. I don't get a lot of phone calls on there. I looked, and what the city it was from, and I thought, this is a spam call. But I'm going to answer it anyway. Who knows? Right. Uh, And I can't hear. I don't know if I'm having a problem with my phone. Or if it's just me, or why, but I can't. Or if it's the type of call, I can't really hear that well, and so I turn up the volume all the way. I look at the phone. I like take it away from my ear and look at it. Like this is going to help all of a sudden me be able to hear. And I'm like, "Hello, hello." I keep saying that in my like, "Can you hear me?" I'm like, "Yes." Who is this? And what do you want? <laughs> because I already know this is a is a fake call. Yeah, um, it's not a spam call, but it's. Almost just as bad. Okay. So I'm just going to go and tell you who it's from. It's from Sirius XM. Okay. From Sirius XM. And uh, several months ago, we t- had take the, took the old car into the dealer mm-hmm. to have it looked at and then try to fix some things on it. And uh, as part of the thank you, after that, you get three months of uh, free Sirius XM. Good and when generous. we first purchased it, <laughs> we got that notification, too. We tried it. It didn't set up. Mm-hmm. I think I know why. User oh. error oh. at that point because uh, the instructions weren't very clear. But uh, So we did have it at that point. And we've gotten rid of it, obviously. But the we still probably have a week or two left on those three months. We trial. got rid
1: of the car. We got mean. rid of the car. Yeah. Okay.
0: So they're calling about that particular car. And I'm like, I, I don't have that anymore. I no longer own that. And the guy, it's like confuses the guy. I'm like, yeah, we got rid of it about uh, three weeks ago, maybe a month ago. Uh, it's doing great, though. Thanks for asking. And I hung up on him because <laughs> I don't want to buy, buy no. it. So yeah. I just thought that was funny because this guy was thrown off when I told him that. And this it was truthful. Yeah. I wasn't just lying or messing with him here. We don't have that car anymore. Yeah. So I'm not interested in keeping Sirius XM on that vehicle.
1: Yeah. Less Um, somebody else paid for that. But
0: I also said, oh, it's doing great. Thanks for asking. And then hung up on him. So, (laughs) Which leads into another kind of interesting story. When we went to pick up the new car, Uh uh, and it was actually going to be ours. We traded, we dropped the other one off. We were coming home with ours. It has three months of Sirius XM with it. And uh, Matt had run ahead and went out and got it all set up for us. And that's what we're listening to on the way back. We ran a little errand while we were over there in the yeah. big city. Uh, but we have about uh, an hour drive back from where we ended up being uh, to where we live. And at some point we're driving down, uh, and I don't know if it's on the way back to where we live or if it's to the, the warehouse club, and we're talking about the Sirius XM, the satellite radio, and clicking through it. And we talked about how we used to have it. The kids mm-hmm. asked some questions. Like, yeah, we had it a long time ago. It wasn't near as expensive as there is now, and there were two companies then. Mm-hmm. And I had a job that I traveled somewhat regularly. So it made a little more sense yeah, to be able to have that. So we're trying to find a station to listen to, and we're talking a little bit about uh, the satellite radio. And one of the kids from the back says, what are we going to listen to when the three months is up? <laughs> I'm not sure they understood yeah. how everything works, and yeah. I just said the regular radio. <laughs> they're like, oh. <laughs> so I I have found a negative, uh, a negative. Well, we'll say a negative. Okay. About your car, what? It doesn't have a CD player.
1: Oh no, it does not. I
0: know a lot of cars don't have CD players, but I have a lot of CDs, wow. and I would I like the physical copy. And am I going to download everything on my phone to be able to listen to you and wow. all that? So may have to see if I can put it in a oh, like a six heavens. disc CD changer. No. Yeah, you know, like just under the seat, nobody will know. And then surely there's like a Bluetooth one that would connect with the CarPlay, and and that would work.
1: Are you being serious?
0: I am being a little serious. A little serious. Yeah. Okay. Because we're gonna have mm. that for a long time. Yes, we are. So unless because it's not a computer on wheels and.
1: Well, I mean it's still kind of It's his. got a lot
0: of moving parts, <laughs> but it's not the same. The other one no. was basically a CPU and they slapped four wheels on it <laughs> and a transmission and said good luck. Oh, well.
1: We needed it. <laughs>
0: so, yeah. Yeah, good times ahead. Yes. Well, I think we, uh, we've covered everything. So thanks for listening, guys. We will catch you on the flip side. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So uh, word on the street is that you have a question for us.
1: I do.
0: All right. So ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls around the world, it is time for Christy's question.
1: This one is, how do you relieve stress?
0: How do I relieve stress? Yeah, what
1: do you do to relieve stress?
0: i sometimes exercise okay maybe go for a run or something Uh it is useful Uh, cook yes what is a good stress reliever for me and sometimes playing music oh okay is a stress relief okay sometimes it's not yes depending on what's going on it could add to the stress or you know, if you're playing a lot of, you know, I don't want to say hardcore because that's a different a a <laughs> a, a distinct type. But sure. if you're playing something more hardcore, it may make it worse. Sure. Or yes. amped up. But yes. Yeah, there are times that those are probably my three exercise: cooking or playing music. Okay. And depending on what I'm playing with music, sometimes it like, oh, it just lets it all out, and yeah. you know, maybe nothing more. Um, well, I can. We'll just leave it at that. Okay. What about you?
1: Um, if I can, going for a walk is really good for me.
0: Yeah, like walking on sunshine.
1: Something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um when I used to have a much more high stress job, I would when I had a big decision to make, very stressed about it, I would literally go and walk around the building.
0: Yes you would. I would <laughs> many times many I would times, look yes. out and see you. <laughs> Yeah, walking around a building. Like in a
1: dress or a skirt and high heels. And sometimes it was winter time. But it was usually either stress release or, I don't want to say I was ever angry, but certainly sometimes when I needed to just breathe for a minute. Um, So walking is probably my number one if I can do it. Uh, I'll admit probably one that's not great for me is just sitting and kind of just staring up into space or something like that. Like if I have thought too hard about something, I'm not really making any headway. If I can just for a minute let go, sometimes that involves a television i will admit that that's the part that i don't think is really all that great of a stress not. release but um i have actually caught myself doing that maybe in my office like i'm just so exasperated i don't know what else to do so i just sit there and maybe i'll hold my head in my hands with my elbows on my desk or something but just don't do anything but breathe for a few minutes so
0: okay i think that sometimes helps me too mm. just to sit be silent Concentrate on your breathing. Yeah. You know, deep breaths. Not really even thinking about that. How many counts that. in, how many yeah. out. And, and I don't keep the count for it. It's just yeah. like my watch every so often will tell me to breathe. Yeah. And it's just a timing <laughs> thing. There's been a few times I've oh, wondered yeah. if it was like a sensor. Yeah. Because I'm like, whoa, you're right on. <laughs> yeah. You know, that may tend to help. Um, sometimes it's not playing music, it's just listening to music. Sure. But I do have an issue, and we talked about this several months ago in the podcast. That I tried to listen to a relaxation station. Oh, yeah. And it really stressed me out. <laughs> it did not mellow me out. So sometimes I will listen to some, like, punk music.
1: Oh. Or
0: something that you would not equate with <laughs> relaxation. Yeah. And it would it relaxes me way more than when I listen That's to That's super the, funny. Because there was one day... Uh, Oh, this has been six, seven months ago when this happened. I can vaguely remember exactly when there was something and there's a little bit of stress, but I need to get uh, supper on the table. Mm -hmm. And I thought, okay, I will listen to this relaxation music while I'm doing this. (laughs) And I was so stressed out listening to that. (laughs) I even had on earbuds kind of, you know, pipe it straight in there. Nobody else. (laughs) And I just and that's the last time I've ever listened to one of those. That's so funny.
1: Well, now you it. know. Take it off the list of possible to do things.
0: Yeah, but if I put on like uh, the hot rods and horror shows <laughs> from uh, on Spotify, yeah, not a sponsor it. Oh, a lot of that. Oh, it just kind of mellows me out. Okay. Which is weird, probably for most people. Well, and it's I, probably the context because in different times, I sure. might listen to some of these same songs designed to pump you up. Sure. And they would pump me up, but. You know, there's almost nothing. I used, I haven't done this in a long time, uh, either put on like a CD or a record, uh-huh. and basically have the lights off and just lay in the floor <laughs> and soak it in. Oh, I bet you I haven't done that in a few years.
1: Well, I certainly have not known you to do that in quite a few years. So,
0: right, but that's that's good times right there. <laughs> I, I just need to get all of you on board with doing that.
1: We'll try it next time.
0: All right. Anything else uh, that you want to add to answer your question? No, about I what think you that's about it. I probably stress?
1: should come up with some more options. But um, no, those are kind of a couple of the big ones for me. Okay. So, yeah,
0: that was my question. All right. Well, good question. Yeah, thanks. Good question. It wasn't too difficult either.
1: Well, I'm glad because I almost thought, oh, this might actually require just a little bit of thought. Uh, but you did great. Came right Thank out you. with
0: it. Thank you very much. You know, I think it might be appropriate sometimes for you to ask me the question, but not tell me that that's what it is. If you asked me like a week ago, I probably would have forgotten until after we finished recording. Sure. But I think it might be okay sometimes to ask something similar Mm -hmm. right before we start rolling tape Mm -hmm. because I won't have time to think about it, really. But I will be familiar with it and subconsciously Hmm. be thinking about it, maybe, Hmm. probably. Okay. But I don't know about that.
1: I don't know that I'm slick enough to do that, but uh, I appreciate you in some way, shape, or form implying that maybe I could be.
0: So All right. I'll think about that. Well, You should try that sometimes okay. and we'll see what happens. Well, as promised, this particular episode, we are going to talk uh, some about music. Okay. I'm trying to see how much... Oh, yeah. We're good on time here. <laughs> well, I didn't know how... how I've got notes actually, well, look at not you. not like specific notes, but topic notes. And okay. I, didn't, I don't know if we'll be able to get them covered all, okay. but this is one of two or three uh, topics that we will, uh, we want to address somewhat regularly. Sure. That. sure. So where should we start well, with, the this? with the notes? There's I'll let you decide. I know, there's some that I haven't written down that I just thought of. Oh boy. So let's start off with no, cause I'm, now we're going to go with this one. <laughs> this is live folks. We don't make this up. Have you, since the last time that we've talked about music on the podcast, which has been a significant time ago, have you discovered any new artist?
1: Um, I'm going to say no. Okay. I just don't listen to enough radio for that to be the case. Okay. Um, So I'm going to say no. I know that you have. Well, I don't know no, but I'm pretty sure you have
0: i'm pretty sure i have too there are some because i will think i use some of these streaming things which i'm still conflicted about do i keep using them or do i not and i haven't decided yet i've got to dig in deeper uh but you'll look up certain things or you'll get on certain playlists or certain topics and they'll throw things in that you haven't heard Mm. Uh, there's been a couple that a couple of songs by a particular band i don't remember their name that i've heard recently because i we referenced this you know i listened a couple weeks ago trying to get you... you, I mentioned a song. You didn't know what it was, even though I know that you've heard it plenty of times. So the replacements... No, the refreshments. No. Is it the refreshments? The The reinforcements. No, it's the refreshments. (laughs) I always got those two confused. I can't imagine why. So they're the ones that did the King of the Hill theme. Oh, okay. Refreshments. So found that, but it, it plays some different people that are similar to that, and that was good. But outside of that, I had been hearing... And seeing some things about a band called Dirty Honey.
1: Dirty Honey. Dirty
0: Honey. I'm not really sure where they're from. Sounds they're, nasty. They're a four-piece rock and roll band. And they were I, what I've seen of them on YouTube and listened to different places, I think I like them. Where are they from? I just said I don't know where they're from. Oh,
1: I absolutely <laughs> miss that.
0: Yeah. Maybe Uh-oh. you need to start wearing headphones, too, so maybe. you can hear. Yeah. Well, even though I'm looking directly at you. Yeah, I'm I can't not really. can tell. You're wearing those crazy reflective from, sunglasses. Uh, they may be from California or something. Okay, okay. But it's kind of like a straight-ahead rock and roll band. Okay. Which I think is pretty good.
1: Dirty honey.
0: Dirty honey.
1: And where did you find them?
0: Um, that's a good question. Oh,
1: I thought you were gonna say. I said that too. I
0: I kind of did. Oh
1: crud! But
0: also, <laughs> with uh, a friend of mine had mentioned them to me, okay. but I had read something about their name and passing. Wait, so you have other friends? From. Yes, I know people. Oh, okay. Okay. Can you <laughs> quit here? They are from Los Angeles, formed in 2017.
1: Okay. Oh, so they're still uh, kind of new so, then. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. So, did you say that good. too? Your face <laughs> We're is telling we just going you to did. move on. Oh, boy. Okay. So well, let's the talk about honey. something else that you're not going to know about oh, related to. I do have a serious question for you. <laughs> as serious as they get here on the Front Porch Sessions podcast. Yeah. Oh, also, before we move to that, if you're listening and you've discovered a new band or a new to you, because there's some stuff that we're just now discovering and they've been around for like 30 years. Yeah. And uh, I got an interesting story I may or may not share about something related to that.
1: And Heather's rolling her eyes now.
0: I don't care. <laughs> uh, but if you've discovered a, a new group or a new artist of recently whether it's com- they're completely new or just new to you, uh, send us a message. Because we- I would love to check them out. I will actually check them out. He will. We're not going to say that the Mrs. will. She no, probably won't. He, she probably will, will not take the time to do it. So just <laughs> like, you know, you'll respond to everybody else's message except mine. Or what? on Instagram. Yeah, sometimes with those direct messages. Oh. We're in a group. <laughs> and you'll respond to everybody else's, but I've sent you something and like the next day you'll respond to it, <laughs> if at all.
1: Let me, let me so also you don't, point that out that I do not respond to every single person, just so we're clear on that. Before you think that I am truly just...
0: This, this past week we received a group one, and I had sent you one much earlier in the day. <laughs> you responded to the group one the next day. You looked and responded at what I had sent you. Which was a little bit time sensitive because of what we had talked about. Not time sensitive enough that it mattered or that I'm like, (laughs) Why didn't you look at it? But Mm. time marches on. Time marches on. You know who sings that?
1: No. Okay,
0: you should be figured that out. But that brings us up to this question that I was gonna ask you that I want an answer to. Okay. And I don't think you've ever given me an answer if we've ever even talked about this. (laughs) So allegedly Allegedly, you do not like country music, right? Why is that?
1: Um, I, um, mm, I have several reasons.
0: Okay, we need some reasons. Okay, so, and okay, I, okay, you got it. I think so. Yeah. Okay.
1: Uh, first off, I do not really like the idea of I'm from a particular portion of the South and i think there is the expectation that oh you're from that area so you must like country music so a i don't i don't like fitting into somebody's mold in that regard especially about hmm. music b um i found especially back when i would have been a little bit more open to it that a lot of country music sounded the same it was the same okay. very depressing like I lost the keys to my truck, and now my dog is dead. Kind of stuff. <laughs> uh, my woman left me, and I gotta go get a beer. Like that you kind of lost stuff. Lost the
0: keys to your truck, and now your dog is dead. Okay.
1: I'm not saying that the two things were so equated. at a particular time
0: point. You thought all this the country songs you were hearing were depressing. Yes. yes. Okay.
1: Yes. Not really. I, a... I might push
0: back a little bit on that one, but but basically what you're hearing at the time, and that may be what you're hearing, okay?
1: Yes. <laughs> For someone who doesn't like other people to tell him what they sh- what he should think or...
0: No, I'm just trying to figure out what station you were <laughs> listening to. They played, you know, 15 depressing songs in a row and one and go-getter. Who?
1: in the world thinks that I'm going to give it 15 songs to go maybe this isn't my jam. Oh, you my may jam. have heard
0: one depressing no, song. No, I like,
1: probably heard a few. Do
0: you think many people in country music refer to songs they like as their jam? That doesn't <laughs> seem like a very country thing. Okay, so you don't like a stereotype where people expect yeah. you yeah. To, to like it, yeah. that you've at least at a certain time period found all the songs too yeah. depressing. Yeah. Any other reasons?
1: I'm not a big twangy person. Like I really don't It just feels a little too overdone, too cartoonish. And again, it goes back to what, whatever I was listening to, whatever I was exposed to, Mm. super twangy, super uh, over the top, cartoonish, I guess is the word I use. So,
0: okay. Well, it's interesting you use that phrase there because I've been talking with a couple of people. And this is new to you. <laughs> we are pretty close to getting together to form a country band, and we were going to call ourselves Shut Super Twang. No, Super Twang. And we're going to do all the Twangy songs. <sighs> I just wanted to see your reaction. Okay, no, I think that's fair enough. And it's also, also interesting to me, and I don't listen to a lot of country music around you because <laughs> you're going to make fun of me, and I don't really care anymore, so I've started listening to more of it around you. But I know that you have told me that you don't really care for it. It's not it. my preference. But you also know the words to a lot of country music songs. I do. A lot. I do. That's like from that era. What is that era that you're talking about?
1: I'm then? talking about when I was in high school and in college. Okay. So that, that okay. span of so, time. Early of that, to mid-90s.
0: You might have heard a lot of depressing songs because it seems <laughs> like, you know— Maybe late high school, but definitely college. There's a, a group of people in college, every yeah. college, that they focus on being depressed and that's all they play. There's like whole genres of music. That's all they, they do. So maybe that's why you were hearing that.
1: Maybe. I don't know.
0: And that influenced So I mean, even though you went to high school with oh, a, gosh, a big here time we go again. country guy. but Yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, but let but, me say this.
1: I do actually really have a great deal of respect for Garth Brooks. Like he's very entertaining. Mm. Uh, he's a little bit more wide in his appeal,
0: I guess. He's seventies pop or seventies soft rock.
1: I I don't really know. I'm not getting into that conversation with you because you're gonna get really judgy, really quick about that. I will not that. judge anybody. And um, but I mean, he he was in he was in our area recently, and I would have never wanted to go see the concert. Um, as far as like paying the kind of money that probably costs or to go into a ninety thousand uh, people type arena, but I think that uh, he probably puts on a really fun show. And my guess is I'd probably know most of his music. I can't really explain that either.
0: Well, you might know a lot of the hits, yeah, oh, ok. I don't know that you would know most of it because he's got a lot of albums and or and we own a couple of his CDs, ok. And I'm, I can think of at least one that's probably got 11 or 12 songs on it. Only one song was on the radio.
1: Oh, okay. okay.
0: And uh,
1: is this is like alter ego.
0: No, 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 it wasn't the Chris Gaines stuff. Oh, okay. But there's we have a couple that there were only one or two cuts that actually okay. made it to the radio. Okay. Uh, and with some of the other, it, it really sounded like filler to me.
1: Well, but and, and that's, that's also probably what he would play at the at a concert. At this be, point in
0: his career, yeah, he would probably just stuff. play the hits, hits and yeah. things that people knew because they wouldn't come seeing Yeah, otherwise and maybe throw in a few covers. Okay, and I get what you're saying about the Twangy because we were coming back from the grocery store the other day and uh, it, it was a Saturday and the station I normally listen to was a football game. Oh, yeah tried to scan over the next station was a football game. I don't want to listen to a football game on my seven minute drive back from the grocery store. <laughs> so we did end up on the country station and it was a particular artist and I'm surprised I let it stay. Yeah. But it was just something it's background music at this point. And I told you I don't like this person's most of this person's stuff because it's too twangy.
1: Are you gonna be offended and when I make whiny. the comment that don't you don't tell it who it is I'm not gonna say okay. the name. But you are not you seem to have a personal dislike for female country singers. No, I don't singers. know that that's true. Okay. I don't
0: know that's true. Can it you just name ha-
1: a female country singer you like?
0: Maren Morris.
1: <laughs> okay. That helps me a lot.
0: See, because you're not up to that. Yeah, there's just one back from the day that was too twangy. Yeah, with I got gotcha. you. Faith Hill's a country one. She's really good.
1: Okay, you do like Faith Hill? Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, if you give me a few minutes, I could probably <laughs> no, okay. I could figure out some you, others. You gave me two. That's I'm not where I was thinking on this. So no, it's not the the female thing. It's okay. just I know why you think that because at one point this particular artist was very popular, uh-huh. but everything was too whiny and too twangy for me. There's other songs this individual has which I wasn't even going to allude to that type of stuff, that are okay. Okay. That she was a female. Because right. now people have figured it out. They have. Yeah. Yeah. How? Because they're intelligent.
1: I doubt it. I think
0: I've given enough away for people to figure it out. You're wrong. So. Let's uh-huh. hear it.
1: Let, let, let's, let's hear from you, Porchies, if you figured it out, who it is.
0: Yes. Do that. Yeah. Um, you know what? It's hard to see with glasses on what these numbers are. Because <laughs> this is telling me we've been recording for 82 minutes. <laughs> I know that's not right. Oh, it's not even close. I checked it just a second ago, and now it's less time. So I don't know what's going on here. Uh Uh-oh. No, that's good. It means I couldn't see it. Oh, okay. So I was like, wow, that took a lot of time. And I'm sure people are like, can you guys shut up and get to the point? So, All right, so you don't really listen to anything that would be considered more... Modern country
1: No, and you sang Maren Morris The only reason I know who that name is Is because she has a song with Sheryl Crow
0: Okay She's also got a song with like Ryan Hurd
1: Who's Ryan Hurd?
0: I think that's his name, it's her husband oh. He's a musician in his own right
1: Is he a country music musician?
0: Uh, I don't know, I've never heard any of his songs oh. <laughs> I, I feel like I we're haven't. just chasing our tails We, we are one. with that I'd okay. have to look up some of the others But that's yeah, right. no, there's several that I like with that because of what they do. I think Casey Musgraves, I've heard some of her stuff. It's really good.
1: Okay. I've heard the name.
0: So, I mean, yeah. Okay. Well, so there we go. Now we've
1: covered country music. <laughs> well, we're not done with country <laughs> oh, music. Oh, okay.
0: So last school year, I went to pick up our children. I don't know if it was both of them or just one of them. Okay. Uh, and it may have just been one of them. The other one may have had after-school activities. So I get there, and I'm there about 10 minutes early and the radio station has gone to commercials and it's playing like 45 minutes of commercials <laughs> and i don't like that and it's, my cd player is broke right it's got cds in it that i've got to get out and at see. some
1: point yes at
0: some point i'll get that done so i hit the scan trying to find something and i stopped at one station and listened for a few seconds and then went go and it kept going And I could not tell the country station from the (laughs) pop station. And this is not a joke. So I went through and tried to listen to the three or four country stations that were there and take notice of what they had playing versus what the pop or hip-hop stations were. And I couldn't tell the difference. And if the girl child got in the car and on the way home, I'm having her, I'm like, can you tell what this is? Because it was all using some drum machines, okay. electronic things, highly processed vocals, a little bit of um, talk singing.
1: Talk singing. Talk,
0: yeah, it wasn't like straight rap with okay. that. But listening to it, I could not tell the difference. Uh. And that bothered me. Mm. Because when I go to listen to country music, I'm not wanting to listen to the pop or hip hop station. If I wanted to listen to that, I would go and listen to the other. (laughs) But that was just interesting to me about kind of how it's changed over the years and what the expectation was. I mean, very little instrumentation with that. There were no real guitars that you could hear or or bass, fiddle, whatever with that steel guitar.
1: Yes, but we, we do have a daughter that really used to. I don't know if she still does like a particular crossover artist. Is that is that the appropriate phrase? I don't phrase? know who it is. Oh, so. Taylor Swift.
0: Oh, yeah, but see, I think she has a dis- distinct country phase, and then she's moved into the pop world.
1: Okay, okay.
0: I'm talking about people that claim to be country artists, and they're played on country radio almost exclusively. Okay. But they didn't sound anything like country music. Okay. And maybe it's wrong of me to say this is what country music should sound like. Ooh. But... The other is not. Now, interesting enough, I've referenced the last time that I watched that Tennessee Whiskey, the Dean Dillon story. Okay. Uh, Big time songwriter uh, for country music. And in there, he, uh, they talked to a guy by the name of Toby Keith.
1: I've heard that name, too. Okay, you've heard of him. Yes.
0: And at some point, they're talking to him. And this is near the end of the documentary. And talking about this newer style of music, country music. Yeah. And he said something that was very interesting to me. I understand where he's coming from. I'm going to disagree because I don't want to hear it. Oh. <laughs> but he said, "Let the kids have it. Oh. If that's what these kids want to do, that, that now let them do it. You know, I've had a good 20 years, and you know, you're not going to hear me rapping on a on a country album. I don't even know if they play country music on the radio, but if that's what the kids want and what they want to, the type of music they want, let them have it. I love that. Which I thought was interesting with that. And then he also is like, he's like, do they call it bro country or something? Which I thought was interesting because near the latter part of some of his success, I would label a couple of his songs maybe dipping their toe into bro country, if not straight up.
1: I've never heard this phrase before. Oh, I you kinda never, like it. You've bro never country. heard that? No, what is that? Yeah,
0: it's all about like the pickups and the tailgates and the shaking it and oh the uh, the bonfires and I mean all lyrically it's all <laughs> the same. And it uses a lot of these hip-hop elements into Oh, okay. It. I am not opposed to taking elements of other genres and bringing them in. Well, I hope not. But that's just crazy to me. Okay. You've never heard that term no. before? Yeah. No. But, yeah, I thought that was interesting when he said, let them have it.
1: Let them have it.
0: You know, I've had my I time. I appreciate that. So.
1: You know, to be like... If that's what they want, then good for them for figuring that out.
0: Yeah, I think music tastes change Yes, over time. And the record companies, which are, we'll talk about that some other time. I'll talk about that, and you can listen to that episode. How about that? Okay. Um, You know, they're going to put out what people are interested in, what they're buying, what's making them money. Right. And if you look at it, almost everything cycles a little bit. Sure. Even with the country music back in the the nineties, maybe, is when you hear oh, kept hearing this thing about returning to traditional country music. Oh, we're like the Alan Jacksons and the yeah. Randy Travises and stuff. That's some good stuff back there. Sure, whatever. You know okay. you love it. Who's your favorite country artist?
1: Um, I owned a Martina McBride. Oh yeah, cassette tape.
0: Cassette. Yeah, Sweet. Independence Day. All right, that was a good one.
1: And that was a real good one. Oh, I, I actually really enjoyed the Dixie Chicks. Um, I They're had, just the Chicks
0: now. Did you know that?
1: Oh, yes, I did. Okay. I, I keep up with pop culture enough that I did know that. Um, but I had the one with um, Earl's Gotta Die or something like that.
0: Earl's Gotta Die. Also had, I think that's the one that had Sin Wagon on it. Yes, yes, that's yes. That's a great song. Because
1: we were trying to get Callie to sing one of those, weren't we? Maybe for talent show or something. Yeah. Um,
0: there was, there was something that I said, if you want to, I'll, if, I'll learn it yeah. if you need me to.
1: Yeah, so I had In that Singapore. one um, on CD. So I actually really enjoyed that. both of those. Uh, and I feel like I heard Martina McBride. I actually think I hear, heard Independence Day not too long ago for some reason.
0: I've heard it recently I don't
1: know why but
0: Terry Clark was good too she would have been from that okay kind of time frame
1: I remember the name okay but so there you go so I can own it
0: all right (laughs) that's good
1: but the cassette tape could have been back in the um, what was it that used to get the like 10 tapes for a penny or something Columbia house and BMG BMG I knew there was something with initials
0: so So for those of you like Heather who probably are too young to know what we're talking about (laughs) here uh, they were basically tape clubs, and then they turned into CD clubs, sure. and then they went away. Yeah, but for you could get ten tapes or CDs mm-hmm. for a penny, but and then you had to buy X number over like the next two years, yeah. basically at full price. Yeah, with that, I signed up for one of those, yeah. and I got a. That's how I got a lot right yeah. there. And agreed. When you have to buy so many over the next year, and it wasn't a ton. That no, you had to buy it over wasn't that really. but it really wasn't spending any more money No. than going to the store and buying them back when you could go to the store and find a CD right. or a cassette. Right,
1: which I think is why I ended up with some of those cassettes because, I mean, 10 was probably a little harder for me than I wanted to admit, and I think I probably diversified my interest at that point. So, yeah, there, there you go.
0: Okay. <laughs> well, that's, that's good. So I guess if you're also listening – uh what's your who's your favorite country artist? Yeah. Let us know that. Especially that if you're hard. not
1: a country music person. Yeah,
0: particularly if you're not because I think that would be hard for me. I tend to like a lot of the older. I feel like there's part of me that has to say Supergroup Alabama. Of course. I mean, fantastic musicians, the vocal harmonies there, yeah. it's just amazing. Yeah. With that um I'm a big fan of the older stuff. Yeah, like um, Merle Haggard. Yeah, I'm a big Merle Haggard fan. With that, I am
1: and, not, but I respect the, him. The respect guitar your playing love with that. Of him. some of
0: the Buck, Buck Owens and the Buckaroos. Okay. Buck Owens could play some some guitar. Lloyd okay. Clark could play. Uh, probably could get into some more. And then you know I do like some of the newer people with that, or at least some of their stuff. Okay, like the Billy, Billy Currington. I don't know I like even some that of the name. Eric Church stuff. I think I know Eric Church's Um, name. Seems like there's somebody else that falls in that. Dirk Bentley, some of his stuff. I know that name. But all these things that I think are, um, oh, that came out just a few years ago. Some of them came out like 15 years ago. Oh, boy. So I downloaded a song from Billy Currington the other day that uh, I had a gift card for iTunes, so I put some music on there and I'm like I love this song I think i want to maybe I'll sit down and try to learn it at some point doesn't make sense because it needs certain instruments that I don't know how to play mm-hmm. for it to really make sense but I really thought it had come out a handful of years ago and it was 16 years ago <laughs> Billy Currington
1: is he the guy from the Smashing Pumpkins
0: uh no he is not <laughs> he is that's P- Billy Corgan oh but I. It you is, should be kind of impressed. I am impressed very impressed that, that you, you knew that, that name. Oh! Right. I am super impressed that you <laughs> could put that together.
1: I'm so excited.
0: So no, Billy Currington is the Good Directions guy.
1: Good Directions.
0: Yep, he's got Good Directions.
1: Like he could get me to the store.
0: Um. <laughs> well, yeah, he could get you to the interstate. Okay. You have no idea no. what I'm talking no. about. No. Is that a so song or an album? That's part of his song. One of his songs is Good Direction. Oh, okay. And the girl's lost in looking for the interstate.
1: Okay. For so, real, I thought you were mispronouncing One Direction, so. Uh,
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I've, I've, axed, well, I have on purpose heard a New Direction song. Well. Is it New Direction? One Direction. One Direction. New Direction was from Glee. I think oh. we watched like the first season of that.
1: Maybe, yeah.
0: Uh, but no, One Direction. I have heard that. Um, we have a
1: preteen daughter, yes. we. Yes, heard and at duration. one point
0: she was singing story of my life, so I figured out the chords yes. to play on piano. Yes. I didn't figure out the no, whole song, but so she that. could sing along with it. Yeah. So, yeah, I can't be sweet. <laughs> I can be sweet. All right, let me see what else I have on this list. Um, oh, man, we could do this for hours talking about music. I could do this and you could respond. <laughs> Put you on the hot seat here. So when we talk about movies, you do all the talking. How about sure. that? All right, I got something else, and I didn't tell you about this. I did ask you a question earlier today. Okay. And told you that you couldn't go looking for things because okay. I didn't want you to, to go into what I'd actually done a little bit of research into. Mm-hmm. And um, I would save that question for a little bit. But I just want to get your reaction to some things. Okay. That, And I don't remember. I saw something the other day, and i like, oh, that's kind of neat. And didn't re- So then I started doing some looking about songs that are covers but you didn't maybe you didn't realize they were covers. Okay. So songs you didn't know or you mm-hmm. didn't realize were covers. Can mm-hmm. you think of something off the top of your head that when you first heard it you didn't know it was a cover?
1: No, but I'm terrible with names of songs. Terrible. So you're not you're not really surprised by okay.
0: that. Okay. Well, you know, the first time I heard Motley Crue smoking in the boys' room, I didn't know it was a cover. Oh, okay. I didn't know it was a cover for years and years. Yeah. Uh, Brownsville Station. So much so that about eight years ago, we were in a antique store. Mm-hmm. Is that what you call those things?
1: I guess, yeah. And
0: they had uh, a collection of albums, of LPs. Mm-hmm. And there was like this... Compilation one And that was on there And mm. I was so excited And all the others That were on there I was so excited To be able to get these On an LP mm-hmm. We get home And I take it out To play it Stupid me Did not look in the store To see what was actually In it Oh yes Now it ended up We got a really good one Yes But not the one I was expecting Because I thought I, I can't find that song Online Whatever it was It was uh-huh. a different one I'm like i going to try to Learn it from this But we ended up With the Grease album <laughs> <laughs> which is is good but but it wasn't what, not I what you yeah. bought so that's brownsville station did that uh hard to handle first time i ever heard that the black crows mm-hmm. watched the mtv video it blew my mind oh that i mean i think that that was the first song i ever heard from them oh okay and i was seeing the video too seeing the, and, and who's and the I'm originator hooked. of that one it's an otis redding song
1: oh i should listen uh, to that
0: my brother is the one that told me a little bit later uh, after listening, he's like, "You know, that's an old Otis Redding song." I'm like, no, I only know Otis Redding from "Sitting on the Dock of the Bay." Yeah, I didn't realize. No, the uh, it's a really good one too. Okay, so I do like that. The Otis Redding one is good too. It's obviously a little bit different arrangement, mm-hmm. and I think that one uses horns, which later on the Black Crows do have a live one where they bring in the maybe it's, it's the Dirty Dozen Brass Band. Okay. play the horn part at the beginning, uh-huh. which is really good. Yeah. So those are two that pop out at uh, the top of my head. Let me see. Who? Where should we go next? Did you know that Peace of My Heart was a cover?
1: What's Peace of My
0: Heart? Big Brother and the Holding Company. That's the Janis Joplin. Come on, oh. come on, take it. That was, oh. had come out earlier.
1: No, I, um, I don't I, think I knew that was a cover.
0: I had known that, but I uh, didn't really realize it. Uh, who actually did it. Uh, did you know that I Love Rock and Roll was a cover? No. So you thought it was just Joan Jett and the yeah. Blackhearts? Yeah.
1: Who, who was first?
0: Who was first? Uh, Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. It was originally by The Arrows, Oh. and she actually tried to get the runaways she had heard the arrows perform it and she uh-huh. had tried to get the air, uh, the runaways she had tried she had heard the arrows perform yes. it and she had tried to get the runaways to cover it mm-hmm. but the rest of the runaways weren't interested in doing that they so lost. she later put it on when she got the black Hearts together yeah she put it on and it was at the top of the Billboard Hot 100 for about seven weeks I believe it and we've seen her so. in concert. We have. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Are you impressed I remember that? I really (laughs) am. Your face really was like, whoa, hey.
0: I really am that you (laughs) Because that was Jubilee, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. What about um, Respect? Aretha Franklin? Did you know that was a cover? That's a cover? It is.
1: Who? Who's she covering?
0: Otis Redding. Oh, my goodness. Now, see, I knew Otis Redding wrote the song. Okay. But I didn't know that he had already put it out. Okay. He put it out a couple of years before. And uh, I had actually, since I just discovered this, I went and listened to a little bit of it. And? And hers is much better.
1: <gasps> Look at that. Otis
0: Redding is amazing. She wrote some great songs, did some great performances. But if you want to get into this discussion of covers that were better than the original, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to give that one to Aretha.
1: Well, you know, there'd be some people that would feel that way about Dolly Parton and Whitney Houston. Look at your face. You automatically oh. bow up on this one i will always Um, love you yes
0: i am going to i'm going to plant my feet firmly here and say dolly parton's version (laughs) is way better
1: i think there's probably uh part of that is what do you hear first sometimes you know that that's what you're so deeply when when you think of the song uh, i would have not heard the dolly parton uh almost cover the dolly parton version before Whitney Houston, and I when didn't. I heard the Whitney Houston version, I heard it and heard it and heard it and heard it. And heard it. So it's deeply I had, embedded in my psyche. That was the first time I'd ever heard of the song. Was Whitney's, Dolly Parton? No, oh.
0: Whitney Houston's version of it. Okay. And then I heard, oh, Dolly, this is an old Dolly Parton song. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember when, because when that would have been out, you couldn't, it wasn't as easy just sure. to look up to get a snippet of something. Sure. But no, after hearing Dolly Parton's, it. no, I'm... That's, it's way better.
1: It's like you're almost mad it at me for bringing better. that up. No, that's face fine. Is so funny. There's gonna
0: be a lot of people that will probably agree with you on that, but they're wrong on that one. I,
1: I'm not, and honestly, I wouldn't uh, dig my heels in on it. It's just I really I can acknowledge that that's because I heard the Whitney Houston version so much. Right. And and plus, keep in mind, I proclaimed not really care all that much for country music. So and and Dolly's pretty country. <laughs>
0: Right, you're so. digging in on that. Yeah. So, so you're you're not liking country music means that you'll you won't like anything.
1: Well, that's not true. But I will also go ahead and say really quickly, I do actually really like Dolly Parton. Um I probably there's certain songs that I really like of hers, so Jolene's one of them. So okay. and that's super twangy, super country. It kind
0: of is. It, yeah, but it's interesting that you mentioned Jolene because yes. Word on the Street <gasps> is that she wrote I will always love you, uh-huh. which is actually to Porter Wagner when she was leaving his his group. OK, go do that. And Jolene in the same night. Really? Now, I've done, I've looked into that previously and okay. I may be a little bit wrong in my facts, but um, looking at some people, the people I've looked at this because she said something and it appears to probably be true. Now, it may not be the exact same night. But because of the language that was used when she said that, it could be like maybe one of them was written in the morning, one was written at night, or one was written one day and one was written the next day or something. So like within
1: 24 hours, basically.
0: That's what I'm thinking. Wow. Yeah, because just looking at some of the things that she's actually said related to it and some of the other information, those songs were basically written the same day.
1: And I would totally put them as two very, very different songs From different perspectives, different stories, different everything. That's incredible. Incredible.
0: Yes, it is when you think about that. Those are both uh, great songs. What about uh, the Carpenters? They long to be close to you? (laughs) That was a cover.
1: I don't know which song you're talking about, but of course I chuckle because I had a a boss one time who said, has anybody ever told you that you remind them of Karen Carpenter? And I was like, no. (laughs) I think he meant it as a compliment, but I always really struggled with... But I, I knew I knew the other side of Karen Carpenter. I knew how she died, so I was like, Oh, I didn't know. You
0: didn't want to be part of that? No, but now that.
1: I'm looking at my uh, less than svelte self, and I think, oh, what, no one will never say I look like Karen Carpenter again. That's oh, a terrible thing to say.
0: That kind of is. <laughs> There's some of these, too, because I've gone to a lot of places to look at, at different things. And reading one of, the, uh, one of the sources on the Internet, it had something down as a cover, which I thought, that's dumb. Why is it even on the list? So when I'm talking about covers, I'm actually talking about a song that was released for commercial consumption. Okay. It was had a commercial release, and then another artist recorded it. And oh, okay. it okay because one of them that i read and it was a pretty popular song i don't remember what it was now but it talked about the demo okay that doesn't count no because almost every song is demoed right you know, if we want to go back to the country music the way a lot of that works it's demoed and it's shopped around and then the artist actually records it right this isn't and i'm not talking about unreleased material because there's one superstition oh yeah uh, there's a it's on a couple of lists as a cover, and I don't know how this works. Okay. And I've seen some conflicting information. So, what I I can gather, and I haven't looked at the actual song information. So, uh, but that Stevie Wonder and Jeff Beck worked on this song together. Okay. And that Jeff Beck recorded it. It was supposed to come off on, on one of his albums. That album got delayed uh-huh. uh, several months, and Stevie Wonder released it oh. because it was on his too, and they were saying it was a cover of the Jeff Beck mm. group song. But is that really that? Because yeah. it, Stevie it Wonder too. helped write it, if not yeah. completely wrote Interesting. it.
1: Interesting.
0: Well, in, along those same realms, have you heard of Kix Brooks and Ronnie Dunn?
1: Uh, Brooks and Dunn, right? Yes,
0: Brooks yes. and Dunn. So before they were Brooks and Dunn, they were staff songwriters. Oh. And I think like in 1990... They had a song that was recorded by Sleep at the Wheel, or Ronnie Dunn. He wrote a song that Sleep at the Wheel had released.
1: That's the name of a group? Yes. Okay.
0: And a couple of years later, Brooks and Dunn are put together, and they they form, and they release this song, and it becomes a huge hit. Oh. So do we classify that as a cover? Hmm. Or because he wrote the song. Yeah. I don't know. I don't see that one I didn't know where to put in. You would know that song. And I've just drawn a blank. <laughs> um, out in the Country Past the City Limit oh, yeah, Sign. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Boots Good and Boogie. Okay. So he wrote that song, Asleep at the Wheel, recorded it a year or two later when they get together as their their duo. Uh-huh. They record it and release it. So I mean technically it it is a cover, <laughs> but he wrote it. Right, right. So can you mm. say that? Interesting. Uh, some kind of wonderful grand funk railroad did you know that was a cover no it is it is um it was uh recorded in 1967 by soul brothers six
1: don't know that one either yeah
0: it barely dented the hot 100. oh it came in number three seven years later with grand (laughs) funk there you go Uh, you know who does a great version of that too Hmm. Huey lewis in the news yeah i get one this is going to blow your mind and we're going to have to stop soon. We're going to have to come back to this. Because uh, <laughs> some of these are great. Okay, 1977. You won't, you won't remember this because of your age, but you've heard this song. <laughs> okay. Steve Miller, Jet Airliner. Okay. Big O Jet Airliner. <laughs> yes, I love how
1: you said it, too. Like, you wanted to say it almost like the way it's said in the song. Well, because, you Airliner. know, that's
0: that could fall into the misheard lyrics. Oh, Big for O'Jet sure. Big ol' Jet had a light on. Yeah. I did not know that that was a cover <laughs> until a few days ago.
1: Who... Who's the originator?
0: Um, I'm trying. Paul Pena's. Okay. Paul Pena. Okay. uh, Recorded it. Okay. Oh, but see, here's the deal, though. Oh, no. Uh, Oh. So Steve Miller heard Jet Airliner from his keyboardist who had produced Paul Pena's record in 1973. Okay. Miller ends up having a top 10 hit with Jet Airliner but the original never had a chance to be heard because there was a clash with the record company, and that album made, remained unreleased until 2000. Wow. So I guess in one area, it is a cover mm-hmm. because it was supposed to come out, but it, the original wasn't released until Interesting. 2000. So I guess that makes a little bit more sense why we wouldn't have known right. that that was actually a cover. Mm. It's a good one. That That is, but that, like, flows my mind. And there's some that show up on these lists that, yeah, that's not a big surprise. You think a lot about some of the Rolling Stones, oh, sure. Led Zeppelin, because they took a lot, even a lot of early Eric Clapton, a lot of blues standards and uh, other blues songs that were popular and reworked them. Mm-hmm. So I don't count. Like uh, 1977 Cocaine, oh. Eric Clapton. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which we heard that the other day, and the kids were in the car. And they yes, were, I forget what they said, but they had a weird look. That's a J.J. Kell song oh. from years before. Um, Skinnard covered a, a Kell song. J.J. Kell wrote a song and re- released it called "Call Me the Breeze." Oh, but you probably have only ever heard yeah. the uh, Skinnerd version yeah. of that. Uh, there, there's several uh, that Clapton did actually. That were J.J. Kell songs. Hmm. Um, there's some here. If you heard Susie Q, yeah, CCR, they're the ones that I'd heard the cover. Yeah? Yeah, I, I knew that one was on this list. One that I did not know, Girls Just Want to Have Fun. Oh, really? Cindy Lopper. It's a cover. Okay. I knew that she didn't write it. But, um, yeah, she had heard it or something and wanted to do it. Uh, Robert Hazard. He was a hot name in the Philadelphia club scene okay. during the eighties. Okay. Uh, he had recorded the song's demo. I don't know if it actually made it to a commercial release, okay. but I think it had been released at some point. Uh, he helped rework the lyrics oh. to be from a female perspective yeah. with that, and then I think he got mad at her. Wow. I read somewhere because she started saying that she co-wrote the song. Oh uh, well. And she didn't really.
1: No, but if if they. Maybe work together to rewrite part of lyrics. I don't the know lyrics. that they
0: work together. It's oh, okay. just he. Uh, Quiet Riot. Yeah, yeah. Come on, Feel the Noise. Yeah, yeah. Did you know that was a cover? I did,
1: but I don't know why I knew that. I'm sure it's from you.
0: Okay. Slade was the original with that. that. Doesn't help me, but okay. That's fine. Louie <laughs> Louie by The Kingsman. It was a cover. Okay. Ring of Fire by Johnny Cash. I. 1963, yes. you knew that Ring of Fire was a cover But again,
1: I'm going to tell you I feel quite sure that came from you or something else
0: It couldn't have come from me Because oh. I didn't know Ring of Fire was a cover Until two days before recording this
1: And you realize I don't tell you that kind of stuff Because I'm quite sure either A <laughs> You had to have been the one to tell me Or B
0: <laughs> Or B
1: <laughs> Arby's. Yeah, that sounds good okay. um,
0: Now I knew that Social Distortion covered it
1: Yeah, yes
0: uh, But I did not know this So Johnny Cash released Ring of Fire in 1963. It was released in 1962 by Anita Carter.
1: Hmm. Uh,
0: It was written by June Carter, who later becomes June Carter Cash Mm -hmm. and Merle Kilgore, who wrote a ton of, of country songs. But I had no idea that Johnny Cash, she released it first and then he did.
1: I'd like to hear the female version of that. So
0: yeah, we have to see if we did it. If we can find that. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like a year later. He heard it. He had a dream about putting the mariachi horns in the beginning. Oh. Okay. With it, and and that's what we did. So that one's pretty interesting. Uh, Let's see what else. You know, some things I don't really personally count because there've been like old standards Uh that everybody does. Oh, okay. Um, oh, there's a lot on this list. I'm trying to find certain ones. Uh, here's one that is going to maybe blow your mind. Manford Mann.
1: Manford Mann.
0: Okay. If, do you know Manford Mann? No. Okay. Manford Mann released a song called Blinded by the Light. Oh, okay. Do you know what I'm talking yeah, about yeah, now? Yeah, Okay. What Okay. Uh, do you know what any of the lyrics are?
1: Blinded by the light, woke up.
0: <laughs> Revved up.
1: <laughs> Revved up like a
0: A deuce. A in deuce. The, in the runner of the night. Yeah, it's a reference to a car. Uh, a okay. deuce coupe there. <laughs> so I did not know this either until just uh, this past uh, week that that song is a Bruce Springsteen song. What? Bruce Springsteen wrote it and had released it a couple of years earlier. I wouldn't and, mind
1: hearing that version either. Yeah,
0: I haven't had time to look up that. The their lyrics are a little bit different. Okay. Uh, but not much. Okay. With that, because I think it's the revved up like a a runner and the deuce in the night, revved up like a deuce in the runner in the night. That's it. <laughs> Sorry.
1: I've heard people mm-hmm. miss say those lyrics, but that that's, that's not, not what mine. they say.
0: Nope. Um, I forget what his actually are. Uh, But a little bit different, but he, yeah, Bruce Springsteen. So that's one I've got to go back and check out. Yeah,
1: I can't even play that in my head with his voice. Right,
0: we're going to have to do, look at that. Yeah. Because there is, um, and we we heard the cover the other day that he was doing, and I forget what it was, but it is doing ACDC song. Bruce Springsteen with Tom Morello covering it. Oh, yeah. That. So, listen yeah, I'm going to have to, go back XM. And, I'm gonna have to go back and listen to that. I Want Candy. Did you know that was a cover? Yes, Bow I wow did wow. know that. Okay. Yeah, I think that's pretty. I think it's been covered common. a few times. Oh Yeah, I think so with that. like I think Bow wow, wow would have been the one that we would probably would have heard first in the 80s. Yeah. Um, also, I'm not counting things as covers where one song kind of influenced another oh. or they made substantial changes, but I think I've got one that may uh, blow your mind here in a second. Okay. So I'm trying to find it real quick okay. for you. All right. So the other day to set this one up, maybe you'll you'll get it from this. The other day, we I came down uh, to get ready uh, to get the kids off to school and stuff. They had already been dressed, eating breakfast. And our son is at the piano mm-hmm. and playing songs, and he's kind of figuring out stuff. And I'm like, man, that sounds very familiar. And I go about doing what I'm, I need to do, and I come back through, and I, get, I got it. Okay. So the lyrics go something like this. Sometimes I feel like I've got to run away. Uh-huh. I've got to get away from the pain you drive into my heart. Mm-hmm. Does any of that ring a bell? Yes. Soft sell. Yes. Tainted Love. Yes. Is a cover. Really? It is a cover. Yeah, they've made it kind of a moody New Wave song. Oh. Uh, it was originally written uh, by, for Motown. Oh. It was a Motown <laughs> stable of songwriters recorded in 1964 uh, by Gloria Jones. I'm going to hear was that a, uh, Who later on became a backup singer for T-Rex.
1: Definitely going to have to hear that so one, So that too.
0: one shocked me. Yeah. That one straight up shocked me in that, that it was a cover Let's see what else. Here's one that um, may or may not shock you. The first cut is the deepest. The first cut is the deepest.
1: I don't know that I'm surprised, but I don't think I knew that.
0: I didn't either. Who, When you hear the first cut is the deepest, who do you automatically think of?
1: It's some female singer.
0: I Yeah, it is some female singer.
1: Oh, it's Sheryl Crow, duh. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. thinking, why have I heard this recently? I'm, You've been listening I'm to a lot of her I'm immersing myself in Sheryl lately. Crow right now. So. Yes. So, I should have just guessed that and been done.
0: Yeah, I didn't know. I thought it was her song. Uh, allegedly, what I'm hearing and reading is that the most well-known version is by one of my favorite singers, Rod Stewart. <laughs> but it's a, uh, Cat Stevens wrote it
1: oh and
0: wrote it prior to the start of his recording career though he was a staff songwriter he wrote it soul singer pp arnold had a top 20 hit with it in the okay. uk in 1967. Huh. Uh, a decade later rod stewart recorded it and released it. Uh, it went to number 21 in the u.s and cheryl crow took it to number one
1: i believe it um,
0: when she covered it for a compilation thing so yeah that one i had no idea about either it's crazy when we think about some of these mm. songs that we just think, oh, it's the person yeah. that did it, yeah, and that's who we think. I've I've ran across a lot uh, that we could probably talk about, and I think others should would surprise you with that. Uh, one of the things, you know, like all along the watchtower, yeah, uh, so Jimi Hendrix did that. It. wasn't
1: That wasn't your song.
0: That wasn't my song. Oh, okay, because uh, I've
1: heard you play it quite a few times, Jimi
0: Hendrix. Uh, did it but that's an old Bob Dylan song oh
1: uh, what
0: you uh, two did it yeah it's re- it's actually a, a Bob Dylan song okay with that now back in the band days we closed with that and we did more of the Hendrix version I was gonna
1: say who, we kind of took did it between do? a
0: it was well I'd only listened to the Hendrix version-huh and somebody else listened to I came in having known it from a different <laughs> band so we kind of just merged them together okay. uh, there's you two did it and I oh. I don't I didn't listen to their version. Hmm. So I'm like, this is what I'm going to play. And that's what we did. And it it worked out. Yeah. So, yeah, you've heard that song a lot. Because that's what we used to close out the nights with a lot of times. Yeah. Downtown Train. Rod Stewart, Downtown Train is a cover.
1: Of who?
0: Um, Tom Waits. I I don't know that that I've ever heard a Tom Waits song. I've heard a lot about him. Yeah. But, yeah, so that's, you know what? We could keep going all night with this, and we'll have to come back later. Yeah. Uh, but, so, we're going to go a little bit longer than you want to, but we have to uh, with this. <laughs> so, do you have a, I've already asked, I think, about, do you have a favorite cover? No, I didn't. Do no, you I have a favorite cover if, song? I, and by this, I'm talking about, like, some major artist. Yeah. Not some local band covers as Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, I probably do, but I don't know that I could come up with it off the top of my head, even though you did actually tell me to, um, be prepared for this particular oh, one. Yeah, that is the question. Um, you did tell me to be prepared for that. Um, and
0: I think that's totally fine that you, you can't because I'm sure that I do too, but I can't come up with right off. Yeah. Cause it's um, just a song. Yeah. Because you may not know what it is. Um, yeah, you know, I don't, I don't know, because I'm I'm afraid to throw out the one I'm thinking of, because it may not actually be a cover. Oh, it's just a group that has a lot of covers. Okay, that people don't realize are covers because they're like old blues standards. Yeah, that they oh, do. Oh, sure, sure. Um, and they may change up. You think of things like Stormy Monday or Statesboro Blues, uh, Allman Brothers versions. There, those are old tunes, uh, but. They're the ones that I think of um, when when I think of who has done those. So it's it's okay if you don't have one. I just didn't know if you might have a favorite cover.
1: I, I want to say yes, but it just, it's not coming to me. Sorry.
0: Okay. No, that's totally fine. Well, let's flip the script just a little bit with okay. that. Okay. I think I am going to go with uh, my favorite cover would be One Way Out by the Allman Brothers. Okay. I think I'm correct. It's an old Elmore James song. Well, I
1: was going to say, who who were they covering? Okay. I
0: think it is an old Elmore James song, which they covered a lot of Elmore James songs Okay, and kind of made it their own. But if you listen to them, again, a lot of that, like Zeppelin, Stones, early stuff, a lot of those are covers that people don't know about. Sure. That. So if you go and see a local band play, are there songs that you think they should not cover? And what are those? Oh, dude. Don't oh dude me talking to that microphone and we don't need a lot of dead air.
1: I really, I don't know. Yes, there are probably some songs that I would hear and say, no, that's not yours. Or I'm not interested in your version of that, but I honestly can't think of it. So I'm just going to flip it back on you.
0: Okay. I will say there is a definitive answer that I have from, (laughs) you know, 30, 40 years. Okay. Well, we won't go 40 Because that put me at six, so we'll go a good thirty years of going and seeing live music and different uh, aspects of it. And um, I think if you can't do the song justice, don't cover it. Sure. With that, not long ago, we did see uh, a local-ish cover band. They did a very horrible version of "Sweet Child of Mine," (laughs) and they did a cover of a cover. Okay. And it was bad. Yes. It was really bad.
1: And whose cover were they covering? I
0: think they were doing a Cheryl Crow. I knew Didn't that Cheryl was Crow do cover yes. Sweet Child yes. of Mine? Yes. Uh, but their version of was absolutely horrible. Yeah. With that. And I it's I probably have heard hers. I don't remember it, so I can't really comment on that. It's well, a lot different. Unfortunately,
1: mode. she does like if you actually Google that, if you look up her name plus Sweet Child of Mine, it, it does rank as one of the top terrible classic rock covers so obviously there's uh some opinions out there that might follow suit from you so
0: i think there are certain songs that no matter what level of artist you are you shouldn't try to cover Mm. and you know sweet child of mine is so uh ingrained with guns and roses sure yes i was going to ask this question i don't know that i can answer it how many notes of the intro you have to hear before you know that that is sweet child of mine I'm not sure I can get it on the first note but I guarantee by the third note I know it maybe the second note but I don't know because you're going to just have to play it sometime randomly Yeah, and stop it really quick and like do you know what that is Yeah. because if I go sit down to play it I'm like yeah I know what this is because I'm starting to play it Yeah,
1: because we've watched a little bit of that show. What's the name of that show? Name That Tune. Name That Tune, and um, we definitely have done a little bit of that. Now, I'm terrible with it largely because I don't know the names of songs, Um, but there have been a couple of times that you've actually been impressed that I've known where we were going with the song, but sometimes they're like one note, but they also give really good clues. Well, yeah, and that
0: thing, they give them clues, and there's been a number of the clues before they've played. I've told you what the song was, but with the actual playing of it, sometimes that's difficult i think though for local cover bands unless you have a really really good super fantastic singer yeah. and you're together yeah you should not cover most journey songs oh how many bands yeah. have we heard covered don't stop believing <laughs> and they totally blowed blue <laughs> they blew They flowed. That's a whole different thing. That they were horrible. Oh, yeah. They were absolutely horrible. And I can think of a couple. Yeah. And I'm not going to name names, but I can if you want me to. No, no, that's okay. That um, I stopped believing. Oh. (laughs) I really stopped. Thank you for the pity right there. But I stopped believing. I think, you know, that and faithfully, there's another one that I think is a big journey song. Um, Is it any way you want it?
1: Do people cover that one? Maybe you,
0: the, that one you might be able to get away with.
1: It's almost you kind might of a party able, tune. That... Yeah,
0: I think you could get away with that, but like, don't stop believing. Yeah, and faithfully. There's another one that I'm drawing a blank on right now. Mm. That is a journey song that I think, unless you are really together and your singer is fantastic, don't do it. Yeah, because a lot of them can't hit those high notes.
1: Yeah. Yes, you have to have and a decent amount of range horrible. for anything. Journey.
0: Now, I think we've seen a couple of people cover it, a couple of groups cover it, and it's been okay.
1: Well, your girl child has covered it,
0: and she did fine. She did with that, and it was <laughs> Way she did great. She did great with that. <laughs> yes. No, she no, she did, she did great. great with that. But
1: there's part of the reason she can do that is because she does have that kind of range as a girl. I, I think that's.
0: <laughs> yeah, and well, and she did it at a voice recital, so it was just mm-hmm. her and the piano. Mm-hmm. And it was, a, you know, a little bit of a different arrangement. Yes. And she did it as a talent show as part of a bit. Oh, so which funny. Which was hilarious. I still laugh but, thinking about it. you know, most people are, when they are going to do it as a cover band, they're trying to go with that original arrangement. And it just doesn't work out. Yeah. With that. And you've you got to be dead set on that. <laughs> so that's tough.
1: Yeah. Um, yes.
0: Yeah, so that, that's that's a big one for me yeah. with that. A years, couple of years ago, I read an article, and they were asking uh, mainly cover artists, cover bands. And so, like, you go see somebody play somewhere. They're probably a cover band. They're not playing a lot of original tunes. If we go over to the outdoor concerts at the mall, we don't want to hear somebody yeah. playing a lot of originals unless we're familiar with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They may throw in one or two with that. But So they were asking people, are there songs that you don't like to play? mm and yeah, things that made the list were were they were tired of playing Mustang Sally. Oh, uh, Margaritaville, <laughs> Brown Eyed Girl, and I, I think maybe Sweet Home Alabama. And so I'm reading this list as they're talking to four or five other people. I'm like, What are you guys talking about? I love playing those songs. Mm. When we played out live, I would we could play those. I could play those all the time. Yeah. But also got to thinking, I'm not making my living that way. True. I'm not playing out every weekend or four or five nights a week. Yeah. yeah. And playing those same songs and having people request those same songs yeah. over and over. If I was in that boat, Freebird. maybe I would yeah. do that. Uh I would probably get tired of it. Yeah. Be I careful can... yelling out Freebird at a concert. <laughs> because <laughs> you know, there's gonna come a time you're gonna get what you asked for and you're probably gonna get beat up. Mm. You Good
1: to know, I guess that is
0: good to know because I always thought that if I get a new band together and somebody yells out "Freebird, we're playing Freebird. but <laughs> the we're seventeen
1: minute go- long. One? No, no the longer one.
0: No, like the live version that you hear on the radio is eleven minutes and some change. Okay. no, we're gonna play a forty five minute version of Freebird. We're gonna play an entire set of Freebird <laughs> and we'll make it happen because okay. you know we can extend some stuff. The old group I had could extend into a jam in yeah. a heartbeat. Yeah. So I've, that's what I'm thinking. If that's we ever bring that back, somebody yells "Free Bird," you're getting "Free Bird," but you're <laughs> not going to like it. And maybe within that context, we do like seven different versions of it. Oh boy. You know, maybe start off with the original. sometime, maybe put a little punk version. Do a polka in there. Maybe throw some ska. I don't know how to play ska, but I'll figure it out.
1: You're wearing me out, man.
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, this has been a blast for me, at least. I'm, I'm not sure that you've talked that much.
1: Well, you've just been so excited, so. I you am, just, and I am filler.
0: I have a, I have a lot of other songs that are covers that people don't know. Okay. So that means that sometime down the road in several do months, we're going to come back to music. And I still have stuff that didn't make my notes. I figured that, that was not all you wanted to do. That I wanted to get your opinion on. I wanted okay. to get a layman's opinion on.
1: What if we did this so. again? Well, we may not be able to do it next week, but maybe the following week.
0: Uh... Well, we'll see. Okay. We'll see. I think we got something maybe in store for the next recording next week. Yeah. Uh, not really sure. Yes. But, you know, let, let's not limit ourselves, but say within the next couple of months, we'll have another episode <laughs> on music.
1: Okay. We'll make it happen. We
0: got to keep people wanting more to come back for okay. more. So, well, let's, uh, let's move into the dreaded question then. What's new with you?
1: I had the opportunity to see some people that I have probably not seen in possibly 20 years. I was trying to figure that out, but I really couldn't be sure. But these are friends of my family that um, they're retired and they are RVing through the country and contacted me a couple of months ago, I think, and said, we're looking at being essentially they they camped just outside of our town and thought they would actually come and see our institution and then they were they're ultimately going all the way up to Canada but they uh, they stopped and that was just such a really cool way to spend uh, a little bit of the day ended up eating lunch with them and uh, so that that's what's new with me got to see some really wonderful people uh, even if it was just for an hour, hour and a half.
0: That's great. I'm glad that, uh, you were able to do that and that they contacted you stopping in. I, I had met them before I talked to them before (laughs) I probably had met their children, uh, because I mean, basically you grew up around them being friends of your parents before they left. Uh, so they're coming in and, um, the wife comes up, and you know, you're walking, she comes, <laughs> and she said, You probably don't remember me, but I was at your wedding. And I'm like, No, I remember you. I, yeah. I know who you are. Yeah. Uh, I do hate that because of uh, my, my schedule was going to be that yeah. day. I couldn't go to lunch yeah. with you guys or I couldn't spend a little extra time yeah. with them. But yeah. yeah, it sounds like you guys had a really great time together. Yeah. And it's kind of neat how sometimes wow. they these connections and they had no real reason, they were close by. Because yes. it's part of their their trip, yeah. But I think they're extending this their journey, and they'll go a few hundred miles and stop and yeah. go explore, and yeah. So things to look forward to when you retire, I guess.
1: Yeah, they are definitely making it sound pretty cool, and that just it was such a neat little opportunity. And I told you when I got home later that day that um, we ate lunch together, and basically, it was one of those things that. I it was its a couple and he got up to go pay the ticket and I thought wow that was that was really quick I looked down at my watch it had been an hour we just had been able to chat and enjoy one another and the time just flew by so it was a really cool little blessing for me for sure
0: Did you pick up like it was 20 or 25 years ago
1: No because I'm definitely in a different phase of life I mean I was I was a teenager.
0: Right, okay. So. I guess that was a dumb question. No, no, no. no. I mean. Because there are, are friends of mine, you know, one of them we do, they've, they've moved back to the area, but they didn't. we didn't live near each other for like 13 years. Yeah. And yeah. then when his daughter came to school here and he was in town dropping off, you know, we met up yeah. for a little bit and they still, you know, it was a year or two before they moved back for different reasons. Um, but we, we went and had coffee or something mm-hmm. and it was like <laughs> we had it was yesterday yeah. when we picked up. So I didn't know, but I do think, you know, you probably weren't like friend their friend. Right. Your parents and them, if they get together, oh, they'd yes. probably just be like, oh, they'll pick up where they were yes. last time they saw absolutely. each other. okay
1: absolutely. Okay. It was, it was a, diff- a different phase. I could have an adult conversation with them. So it was really nice. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So what's new with you?
0: What's new with me is I have learned that A lot of songs I didn't know were covers were actually covers. (laughs) And I just need to talk about it. So uh, stay tuned for part two coming (laughs) up in five minutes. (laughs) Now, uh, the real thing, that's why it's new with me. And it's it's sort of new, sort of not. But about a week ago, we purchased a new slow cooker. Yes. Now, we had to throw the other one away. (laughs) We we have two now, mm-hmm. so and we had two before, but it, it was starting to go out and yeah. uh, intermittently or taking longer, wasn't really doing its job well. and We finally like we're getting rid of it. Yeah, we we can't have this happen <laughs> no. when you, when your roast isn't done and it's time to eat. You're like, what's up with that? Yeah, yeah. And so we got rid of that several months back. We thought we were going to purchase a new one when we went to the store one day, and then it freaked us out because we were like, oh, what if it was this size? What if it was this <laughs> size? Well, what size do we already have? Ah. And um, so we were going to a potluck, and, like, we need to get a new yes. one so we can take Time. both of them with stuff. Uh, and we just picked the 8-quart, yes. the big one. So we did the potluck, and then uh, come around uh, the next Sunday morning and decided— i was going to try italian beef again yeah now we tried it in the other one it we knew it had potential
1: yes yes but
0: because and that may have been one of the times where like this really may be going out mm. uh, yes. because it didn't yes. didn't have a lot of it had hints of the flavor yes. but it didn't like cook all the meat yeah well like it should have been yeah, you know, not being tender and you know it cooked all day that time yeah this one was just like four hours yeah uh, so we, the new slow cooker and the Italian beef, uh, we came back from church lunchtime so and you good. could smell it as soon as you turned to go up the back stairs <laughs> and it was fantastic. Yes. we had them on sandwiches. I think traditionally they come without cheese, but we did throw a little bit. I think everybody opted for Swiss. Yes. Because that's what we had.
1: Yeah. Swiss, <laughs>
0: your choices was Swiss or mozzarella. Yeah. I guess you could have put American on it.
1: Yeah. Uh, um, ugh.
0: But that Italian beef sandwich was fantastic. And I do, once again, have to give uh, credit and kudos to Super Nurse Haley. Yep. Because earlier episode, many episodes ago, when we asked about favorite crockpot recipes. Or that may have just been on uh, Instagram asking that question because we had talked about slow Mm -hmm. cooker stuff. uh, That was one that she shared with you. Yeah. It was amazing. Yes. Lots and of flavor. I'm I, looking forward to the I was next say, time. I
1: can't wait to have it again because it it was great. Um, we all were able to eat. There are leftovers. I'm kind of thinking there's probably at least enough for you and I maybe to sneak one at lunch. But, yeah, so good. And I thought the Swiss actually was perfect because it was mild, so it didn't overpower it. But it did give it just a little bit of something mm-hmm. extra. But, oh, so so good.
0: I think it would have been good without it too.
1: I I would have eaten it and <laughs> probably like how liked
0: I, it. You like how I put the Swiss on the bottom? Yes. So I didn't cut the bun all the way through, but yes. then I put the cheese there to yes. so it wouldn't just soak through. I know it was still a messy sandwich. Oh, it was. It was a very messy sandwich, but it was fantastic. And it
1: melted the cheese. That was the part about it that I really appreciated it being on the bottom.
0: I don't know that I noticed it melted the cheese. I
1: I noticed it like about the other half, the second half of it. The second half of it. Yeah. Yeah. I
0: mean, that was part of the hope with it, but it was really also to keep all the juice from running down and soaking. Because we've done some sandwiches before that way, and it's so juicy that it just falls apart. Oh, yeah. So I was trying to to stop that i'm so.
1: ready to eat it again
0: all right good stuff. well we will have to to try that again and yes i wow it's going to be a long one. Oh no i mean you're at the end now so i was telling you it's going to be a long one should be no surprise but you could have always listened to it sped up yep and it would only be half the time or close to it depending on how fast you listen to yeah. this talk well we could just talk a lot faster and you know see what people do
1: I think you need to stop. Do you
0: think that would drive people crazy? It
1: would drive me crazy. You think it would? Yes.
0: And what if somebody like Judge listen is listening and sped up and he did not know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got a little stumbled up there. But <laughs> anyway, <laughs> folks, hey, thanks for being with us. And until next time, I've been Billy.
1: And I've been Christine. And
0: you've been listening to the Front Porch Sessions podcast.
1: See ya.